Black Finance family, welcome to this edition of Flip It with Samara, the power of tax planning. So here on Flip It, right, we have created this safe space for you to be engaged, share your questions, your comments, and your experiences along your journey through tax planning, right? So allow me to reintroduce myself to some and formally introduce myself to others. I am Samara Andrews. I am the CEO and the founder of Fire Finance. We are a virtual-based accounting firm located in the greater Atlanta, Georgia area, right? Um, so again, it's a safe space, y'all. So I want y'all to be engaged. Let me know that you are out there in the comment section um, by saying hello. Give us a wave. Let us know that you are checking in with us and you are rocking with us throughout the live. So we have Wayne. He says, what's good, Five Finance family? Hello, Wayne. Samurai is in the audience. Hello, Samurai. Um, yes, it is going to be a good live, right? Um, and so before we get further into our special guest, let me remind everybody of our mantra. So our mantra is that the rich don't wait until they're rich to start tax planning, but rather use tax planning as a tool to grow or immense their wealth. So that's why I have dedicated time every Tuesday to come before you and share with you tips and strategies on how you can do just that. Remember, tax planning is for everybody, no matter where you are in your financial journey. All right. So I want you to understand and remember that. And after the show, I'm definitely going to give you some information on how you can connect with me so you can start your tax planning journey today. All right. All right. So without further ado, I want to uh, introduce to some um, this young lady who is definitely going to help us with leveraging the assets because it's all about assets this month we need and those assets that we're going to be talking about tonight is money so you probably saw the title of the live show me the money so glenda walker has agreed to come on as our expert of the night she is going to be our subject matter expert and she is going to take us down the journey of obtaining good business credit and the funding that we need as small business owners so welcome to the stage by finance family miss glenda walker hey glenda oh hey samara thank you so much for having me i'm excited to be here in front of your audience yes thank you so much for agreeing to do this like i know we're all super busy and so i value time and we're going to be talking about time as an asset later on <laughs> to yeah. this yeah this year because it is Right. And so um, with that being said, could you please formally introduce yourself to um, the audience? Tell us who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So my name is Glenda Walker. I am a former commercial banker. I was previously in the banking industry for over 25 years um, and I just got put into a loophole in banking. Um, while I was in banking, I didn't have the time and the opportunity to really help small businesses like I wanted to. So I started my own company, um, Relationship Management Solutions, Inc., which I help businesses in two ways. So I help businesses find funding. So if you're a business owner, you know your craft, you don't quite know where to go and what to say and what to do to get a loan. I kind of shop that loan for you. And then for some reason, if you're not a loanable client at this time, you know, I try to work with you with along with your CPA to get you to be a loanable bank client. So my firm really focuses on um, building that relationship between business and banker. That's why it's called Relationship Management Solutions. 
I love it because I'm really, really big on relationship as well. And usually when I do an onboarding meeting with my client, well, not usually, this is what we do because it's just a five standard. We let them know this is a partnership, right? There's no, I'm going to do all the heavy lifting or you're going to do all the heavy lifting. We're going to work together to create a tailored strategic plan to achieve the goals that you're trying to achieve. Right. And Absolutely. so I love relationship. I'm really, really big on it. Cause that's where I start with it as well. And you almost just kind of segue right into the first question. <laughs> so okay. um, please tell us. So I understand that, um, you know, you're helping small business owners, which is amazing. We definitely need it in this day and age, um, especially because a lot of the funding, like the PPP loans, um, the EIDL loans are kind of like dried out, but people still need help, right? People still haven't 100% recovered from the effects of COVID or maybe this is their first year starting out and they need that help. So like, where do we start? Like if I'm somebody who is new, you know, I, I just got my business maybe it's six months ago. Um, where do I start? Okay. So I always recommend whether you are a new business or whether you've been in business for 25 years, the first place to start is personally with your personal credit. Okay. okay? So contrary to everything that you're seeing online about, oh, get a loan without a personal guarantee. Oh, just get a loan, you know, just based on your signature. That is, it's not all the way untrue. It's highly untrue when you're trying to go to a traditional bank to get finances. Mm -hmm. So if you want to walk into a PNC bank or you want to walk into a city bank or any major bank that you see that's on the corner, you have to have great personal credit. So that's where you need to start. So starting with your personal credit, knowing what your um, credit history is. I mean, you, we all know, you know, if we paid our bills or not. You know, if we had a certain situation during our life where, you know, it was hard to pay those bills on time or you have collections or you have great credit or you paid your bills on time. You manage your credit properly. You keep your revolving credit low that's where you want to start because that is going to be the gateway to you getting traditional financing and when i say traditional financing again i'm meaning that you are walking into a bank that you see on every other corner and you're you're saying mr banker i need a working capital line of credit or i need an equipment loan that is traditional financing you're getting prime rates you're getting favorable terms and they're lending on your cash flow and your credit so always start with your credit first know where you are um and if for some reason your credit is challenged at this time figure out what it is don't be afraid to look at your credit you know like i said things happen life happens we all have situations where we may have taken a hit on our credit but you need right. to be prepared to address it and tackle it the, the the best thing to rebuilding credit is sometimes a little bit of money but other times it's time okay mm -hmm. If you have, if you've had delinquencies, you need to make sure you go a year or 18 months or two years without delinquencies. Right. So it's money and time to help rebuild your credit back. Mm, I like that because you're right. A lot of people are, first of all, I tell people all the time, it's a lot of information out here in these uh, internet streets. Okay. And all the information that you are receiving may not be accurate nor good information. So it's up to us as small business owners to do our due diligence and educate ourselves, which is why I'm so passionate about coming before um, the five finance family every week and bringing on guests because y'all contrary to proper belief, I am an accountant. I wear that hat and that hat alone. I do not help. 
<laughs> obtain loan or financing. Um, I can help get your books in order, which is what Glenda referred to is working with your CPA, working with your accountant, right? Um, because those books have to be A1 because they're going to want to see financial statements, right? To support the validity of Correct. the strength of your business. Um, and so that definitely... So let me... Go ahead. I, so let me just say that you know, we mentioned all the information in, in these internet streets. If you, you know, I, I see it so much where every other post is like, go get a loan without a personal guarantee. If you walk into your bank and you told your bank that you want a loan without a personal guarantee, they're going to say good night and God bless. Right. Um, so they're really going to send you out the door. So um, a, a no personal guarantee is more geared for trade accounts, okay? Mm -hmm. So I know you guys heard of net 30, net 60, mm -hmm. net 90. Mm -hmm. So typically, if you if you want a trade account, like a Uline account, or you're doing business with a vendor that you need to pay mm -hmm. later, that is a trade account. You can get those all day without a personal guarantee. Right. But a true traditional bank line of credit, a true traditional equipment loan, a real estate loan to buy a building to manage your business out of is going to require a personal guarantee. Right. And when you say like a true traditional loan, can you give us some more examples? So you talked about real estate, but what about equipment? What if we have trucks Absolutely. we need to buy? You know what I'm saying? Like those are also considered traditional loans. Okay. So when I say traditional loans, that means you're going to a traditional source, like a okay. bank. Okay? okay. Not a finance company. So you're going to, Bank of America, mm -hmm. Truist, PNC, City, you know, whatever bank is in your key bank, whatever bank is in your area, that's what I mean by a, a bank. So when you talk about traditional financing, you're talking about market rates. Okay. Okay. You're talking about favorable terms. So typically on equipment financing, if it's a newer piece of equipment, you probably will get a seven year term um, with you know, average is 7% interest rate. That mm -hmm. is market rates right now. Mm -hmm. However, if you go to a non-traditional lender, oh, and you can probably get that with a traditional lender, you probably can get 100% financing. Right. Uh, up to, depending on your credit. But however, if you go to a non-traditional lender, like a finance company or an equipment leasing company, they may say, instead of seven years, we want you to pay this back in four years. Right. Um, we want 20% down. Right. And instead of your interest rate being 7%, it may be 15, 20, and I've seen even 30%. Right. So that's what I mean by traditional financing. Walking into a bank, B-A-N-K, right. bank. Right. There's no, no ways around it. You know what I think of when, so this is no different, you know, five finance family than, on the personal side, y'all remember like errands? Now you can go there and you can. <laughs> Good example. Good example. Right. Y'all remember errands? That's what people, you know, yeah. your credit, a little funny, right? And so all you can yeah. do is lease that washer and dryer, honey, or whatever you need to do in order to pay it off over time. But the interest that's associated, like you would have paid for that washer and dryer probably about five times, okay? Yeah. By the time you're yeah. done with errands. So, and the same thing with on the business side, they right. have those lenders out there on the business side that are that's a great example that are similar to errands, right? Where you're paying them every week, right? Which hurts your cash flow because you, right. you can't manage your cash flow, right. and you pay for that piece of equipment three, four, five, six times. So, again, that your personal credit is really your gateway, right? To getting financing for your business, that's the first it. step. 
I love it because I preach the same thing. So I'm glad that you are just right here, just reiterating what I say to my five finance family as well. There's no uh, shortcuts, y'all. When y'all want to do it right, you have to do it the right way. And it may take some time and it may take some effort on your part, but you'll be better for it. You'll save money in the long run. So I know that we have um, some comments and some questions that came in. I want to make sure we address them before I go any further. So Samurai, Samurai has a question. He says, this question is for Glenda. Does age or how long you've owned the business play a factor in getting a business loan with favorable rates and terms? Okay, great question, Samurai. So most biz most banks are going to look for you to be in business at least two years um, because they want to see some financial history. So I would say two years at minimum. And again, so it's going to be two years in business. It's going to be based off your credit and then based off your cash flow. So think of cash flow like your personal income. You know, when banks do a debt to income ratio type right. thing. That same thing, although the calculation is a little bit different, is very similar on the business side. So whatever you are documenting on your tax returns will help determine the cash flow that's available to service the debt or to cover the debt in addition to your regular operating expenses. So I would say two years in business, credit and cash flow. Okay. And when we talk about credit, what are some scores that you feel like are good enough? If you have the two years, if you have great cash flow, what is the ideal credit score that a small business owner should have? So I would say that's going to vary from lender to lender. Okay. Um, I will say since COVID, I would say actually pre-COVID when all of the George, George Floyd stuff came out and mm -hmm. the banks wanted to be you know, more diverse in their lending mm. practices, they actually started lowering the credit score requirements for small businesses. Wow. Um, so I would say the average bank is going to be around 690. Okay, wow. 690. Yeah, people think you have to have 800 or right, 750. Right. I would say the average bank is around 690, 695. But then I work with some lenders that will go down to 650, depending on what the request is. Wow. So, um, and then if you have collateral, if there's collateral involved, that sweetens the pot. So the lender that requires the 690, if you're at 680, but you're putting something up on a table, like a piece of real estate or a piece of equipment or a vehicle, they may, you know, budge a little bit on that 690. But I would say the average is about 690. Y'all, everybody that's in the audience, I need y'all to share this feed right now because I know that there are a lot of small business owners that are probably at that 650, 690 range thinking that they cannot get any credit because guess what? They have been denied by those other people who aren't the traditional banks that aren't willing to work with them because they don't have that personal credit because when you think about it, those traditional banks um they're in the business of you know working with risky people um well i would say i would say the traditional banks are the ones that are have brought their criteria down to a 690. yeah the um, non so, i'm sorry the non-traditional banks yeah, are, are right, working with risky people yeah. right right yeah, yeah. and so, so 690 i mean if it, if it has a seven in front of it that's even better wow. but i would say at least a 690 wow. um will at least get you through past their uh computer algorithm because the bank um, has a scoring model okay. and um, it, it's a young lady that's on TikTok that says, she says score doesn't matter. 
heck, that is wrong. Score matters because if your score is not at that minimum, you won't even make it past to an underwriter. You won't make it past the computer system. So it has to be at that minimum to get to the next step for somebody even to put their eyes on the request. Right. So 690 with most lenders, you'll find some smaller banks, community banks. And when I say community banks, that might be one bank on every, you know, one bank in the city, you know, where they have two branches, you know, just that small little bank branch that you passed that you never heard of before. Those will be considered community banks. And sometimes they will go down a little bit lower. Hmm. Okay. And so I also usually tell my clients to start with the bank that they have been associated with the longest. Is that a good rule of thumb? Absolutely. So I have clients that will call me all the time and say, Glenda, I'm looking for a loan. I actually had a guy, um, he was referred to me by a financial advisor and he said, I need a loan. I said, okay, did you start with your bank? And he's like, no. I'm like, well, I would love to earn your money and take your money but i have to sleep at night so please start with your bank first right so always start with your bank your account is there they can see the activity well that could be a good or bad thing because they see the actual activity in your business account right so if you're commingling if you're commingling funds and Mm. keep a negative balance you have a lot of nsf activity might not be a good idea to go to your bank but in essence you really want to start with your bank go talk to that branch manager Mm. go talk to that bank and say hey I'm thinking about borrowing money. I need to take my business to the next step. I need to hire an employee. I need to pay for marketing. Right. I need a piece of equipment. Go talk to that banker. They want to talk to you. They're either going to have that discussion with you or they're going to refer you to what's called a business banker, somebody that handles business loans specifically. And again, it depends on the amount that you're looking for. But right. usually most banks, you're dealing with the local branch manager and then maybe the next level up. So always start with your bank. Give right. them the opportunity first. Absolutely. And it's about relationship, right? Like you have a better, in my opinion, you have a better opportunity of starting with your local bank and getting that approval because you built that relationship. If it's a good one. So if you yeah, do- absolutely <laughs> so you- have to be a good one, right. but I will share with you guys, you know, while I was in banking on the, the, the commercial side, I had clients that I banked with from when I was a branch manager many years ago. Mm-hmm. And I built such a great relationship. I knew about their business. Mm-hmm. They would call me when it, when it was good things going on. They would call me when they had challenges. I, you know, I had all of their accounts and their, their services at the bank. So when they came to get a loan, when that loan was a little shaky, I went to bat for them. You know, so if you don't have a relationship with your banker, they cannot go to bat for you if that loan is kind of on the edge. So all the feedback and all the things that I knew about this client, I was able to pick up the phone and call an underwriter and kind of vouch for them to say, hey, I really believe in this client. Let's push this, this, you know, this borderline loan. Let's, let's kind of compromise and get them to an approval. So relationships do matter. Mm-hmm. One more thing I will share is that sometimes some of the bigger banks are just computer generated. Okay, I'm going to be honest mm-hmm. with you guys. Some of the, the bigger banks is if you don't hit this certain scoring model between your um, personal credit, business credit, if you have, you don't have to have business credit established with the big banks. But if you don't hit that particular scoring model or you um, are cash flow tight, meaning that you don't quite hit that minimum cash flow coverage, sometimes a computer would just deny it. 
Mm. Um, so sometimes the bankers do not have any control over that, but you won't know that until you talk to the bank and they'll tell you, they'll be like, look, it's, it's denied. There's nothing I can do. Sometimes mm. that's true. Sometimes that that's not, but always start fostering that relationship with your bank. Right. No, I agree. And, and I'm glad that you keep mentioning cash flow. So five finance family, I hope y'all are listening because cash flow absolutely plays a big part on the risk level. All right. Because bankers want to see that you have a good amount of cash flow coming in and not all of it going back out. Hello. Like there should be a certain level of cash that you have in your bank that also helps you to build that business credit as well, especially when you are trying to obtain funding. So, so cash flow is king. Let's just say this. Cash flow is king. Cash flow is your ability to repay the debt. Just, and I like to compare it again to your personal income. Right. You know, for my business owners that used to have jobs, you know, you used to be W-2. And so when you were going to get a car loan or you were going to get a mortgage, they, they calculated your debt to income based off your 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 thing, your mm -hmm. um income, your W-2. Well, on the business side, they are calculated in essence your debt service coverage, which right. is another term for debt to income based off of what you put on your tax returns. So that bottom line number, that net income mm -hmm. is going to be what they consider your cash flow to cover your Correct. debt. Correct. If that number is negative, you have no money to service the debt. That part. <laughs> if it's positive, we got a little something to work with. Right. But, um, you know, we still have to factor in your expenses. We still Correct. have to factor in the principal and interest payment. And maybe even a little reserve. So cash flow is king. What you put down on paper, what Samara comes up with, what you guys come up with is is key to you getting business a business loan through a bank. Absolutely. And it's even more strenuous. Like I've done, I've helped clients um, be approved for, what's the 7A? You know, the SBA loans? SBA 7A loan. Oh, mm -hmm. Lord, honey. Like they want... <laughs> They want your kids, your blood, um, your trip. They want they want everything. But it it the SBA and I'm great. You you mentioned that because the mm -hmm. SBA that product will mm -hmm. sometimes help people that are not right. qualified conventionally. Right. It stretches out the term. Oh it, yes, it has a lower um, debt service coverage ratio, um, and it sometimes will have a slightly lower credit requirement, but not much. Right. Um, but it does make somebody that might be cash flow tight. Oh, absolutely. Help them qualify for the debt. So it is a great program. But when I tell y'all it's something, it's, it's, it's a process. Ooh. And so you need a bank or a consultant right. that is um, familiar with that process to help you navigate through it. Ooh, hunty. And that's what I was doing. Like I was working with the consultant. Um, but, you know, there are certain financial statements that you have to provide in order to show that you can service that debt. And so um, uh, on top of the tax return that I had to provide, there were financial statements that they wanted me to put together. And I said, honey, oh, <laughs> this is a lot, yeah. you know, yeah. um, but yeah. absolutely it does provide um, a better repayment plan because I will say on average, the clients that I have seen firsthand that have gotten those loans, 
their terms are almost like mortgage terms. Like it's oh yeah, those, those terms are excellent. I mean, it's crazy. Excellent. Yeah. So like I said, if the bank, if you're going to the bank for a piece of used equipment, the bank may say only three years, but the SBA may say seven years. That yes. helps. That extremely helps your cash right. flow. Right. You know, it helps you get a chance to make that equipment turn into you know your revenues. You you start making money from that equipment. It gives you time to do that and help you manage your cash better absolutely and i know that um here lately well the ones that were approved last year um they the repayments haven't even started yet they started in two they will start in 2023 so definitely options out there small business owners but rest assured you absolutely have to make sure that your personal credit is on one Ms. glenda already telling us right I look at that personal credit first. Cash flow is king. And please, Lord, connect with an accountant and make sure that this books are on point because they're going to ask you for a lot of financial statements. And I guarantee you that you yourself will not be able to navigate through what exactly they need without some help. Yeah. So, so that's a great point. So I just kind of want to say right now, like I said, um, post COVID and, and, you know, all the things that happened with Black Lives Matter, the banks tried to get a little bit more strict. Streamline. Um, so depending on the amounts that you're looking to borrow, some banks will go up to 50000 but a few, 100000 but most of them have a $50,000 option for small businesses that have great credit. You may not even have to provide financials. Mm. So credit is so important because it can dictate how hard that process is going to be for you. Right. So I, I have clients that I've gotten funding for a $50,000 line of credit. They tell me what their revenues are. The banker runs their credit. And if their credit score is over that certain amount, they get that line of credit alone without even providing a piece of document. Other right. Than right. So again, there, there are options out there for business owners, but you have to have something to bring to the table. Just like they say in relationships, what are you bringing to the table? Right. Hello. So, <laughs> with, with business and loans, what are you bringing to the table? You know, right. you have to be bringing something to the table to make the bank say yes. And there are options out there for people that have kept their credit great, right. that have been in business three, four, five years, that just need a couple of dollars to, you know, get to the next level. Twenty-five, right. fifty thousand, you can get that based on signature. Look at there. Look at them. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we had a question. Angelica asked, what are some finance companies? So I guess when we were talking about um, some companies that could help with financing, what are some of those that you would suggest? So I don't really deal with finance companies. Guys. Okay. Like I, I do not deal with them. I am considering investing in a training program that will give me access to some of the better finance companies, mm -hmm. but I really stay away from them. Um, I'm more of trying your bank. And then if your bank is not working, a community bank, and if the community bank doesn't work, their organization is called CDFI, Certified Development Financial Institution. So CDFIs are nonprofit agencies that have gotten money from the government to put back out in the community. So a lot of them have small business initiatives and they will lend money to startups, to existing businesses, um, that have a need that don't quite meet bank bank finance terms, they have options to lend um, money, typically up to one hundred or one hundred and fifty thousand oh, okay. dollars. So you have options out there. Okay. Um, 
I'm sorry I can't answer that question with the finance companies because, like I said, I want to sleep at night and <laughs> I just sometimes feel that their terms some are maybe good for somebody that really has a plan on how to get out that deal later. Right. But right. usually you get trapped in those deals. So right. um, I'll, what I'll do is I'll, I'll connect with some of my colleagues and I'll get a few that they may have worked with and I'll, I'll get that information back to you. Yeah, if you can put that in the comments after um, the live tomorrow, that would be great. And then at least we'll have Absolutely. something that we can work with, right? Um, because that leads me right into my next question, because I was going to ask you, like, are there certain tools as far as funding that you absolutely say we should stay away from as small business owners? Yes, cash advance loans. So okay. you will see options where it says... Um, provide your bank statements and get funding in 24 hours. Right. Okay. Those are typically cash advance loans. So what they're doing is looking at your bank statements. They're looking at your PayPal or your merchant credit card processing. They're looking to see how much money you're getting in daily from that. Mm -hmm. And they're going to lend you. I mean, they make the, the amounts very attractive. So if you're processing $25,000 a month in, uh, credit card transactions, right. they're probably going to give you a twenty-five dollars or $50,000 loan just based off your bank statements. Right. But the caveat is, is they're debiting your account every single day. Mm. Every single day they debit the account, debit the account to get your money back. Oh and then gosh. when you factor in, they never truly tell you how much you're paying for that debt. So they never truly mm. tell you how much the interest is. You right. kind of have to get your accountant or your CPA to back that number in to figure out what that rate is, right. but it's normally around 20 something to 30%. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But just imagine, just imagine you have a 200 or $300 payment coming out of your account every single day. Because remember, they see your merchant transactions. They Correct. know how much you're getting in daily. Correct. They're going to debit that money back out, apply it to the interest first, the right. finance charges first, and then to your principal, but your principal, principal reduction, does barely happens because most of it is going mm. to finance charges and fees. Mm. So mm -hmm. when we talk about cash flow, those are cash flow killers. Right. Cash flow that, that they will run you out of business. So please stay away from those. Okay. I would probably rather you go do a daggone title loan before you do a cash advance loan. I mean, and that's and, and we know title loans can be pretty bad, but right. the cash advance loans are worse. Wow. Um, so I tell people to stay away from those if at all possible. If okay. for some reason that's your last resort, you want it to be no resort. Right. So y'all heard it, okay? Stay away from those cash advance loans specifically for the reason why you have to like pay it back it's gonna kill your cash flow and i feel like if you're borrowing money then apparently there's already an issue so instead of that helping it seems like it's just making the problem worse <laughs> absolutely makes it worse and sometimes it i think a lot of the those lenders have gotten creative and stopped and, and stopped titling them as cash flow mm -hmm. cash advance loans so they'll get a little tricky with the wording, mm. you know, working capital loan. But if they're if they say that they're debiting your account every day, that's, that's a cash crazy. advance loan. Or if they only need your bank statements. If they only need your bank statements, they're not looking at your true financials of your business. Right. That's a problem. Because when they're looking at your bank statements, they're only looking at the transactions coming in. They're not factoring your operating costs. 
they don't care. They don't care. So please stay stay away from those loans. Yep, they don't care. That's why they get their money off the top. Like you said, that's why the interest gets deducted first. They want their money off the top, honey. They know what kind of risk they're taking, but they also know the reward that they're going to reap when you pay it back. You get what I'm saying? And it's so hard to get out of those. It's so hard because you're usually underwater. So it's really hard because they've killed your cash flow. If, if anybody's on the, the line that's that's in one of those loans, you definitely want to go talk to your banker because sometimes um, they can try to get you out of it. Like I said, your credit needs to be good. Your mm-hmm. cash flow um, needs to be good. But your cash flow isn't good because they're debiting your account every day. So go talk to your bank and say, hey, I have this type of loan. I need to pay this off and refinance it. Is there any way you can help me? I and love once it. they yeah once they back out all those daily payments you actually may have a positive cash flow which you qualify right right so y'all heard it if you are someone who is in that position or you know somebody who is using those cash flow advanced loans definitely connect with your girl all right maybe she can help you maybe there's some other options or some other opportunities out there for you instead of something that is killing your cash flow because we all know that as small business owners Cash flow is king for sure. So we thank you for sharing that with us. So um, two things. I want you to tell us two things that could hurt our business credit. And then I want you to share with us two things that can help our business credit. Okay, so two things that can hurt. Of course, I just I, I, I mentioned it, and this is probably going to be the same thing I mentioned throughout this whole discussion, is your personal credit. Mm-hmm. Um, because even if your personal credit is great when you get the loan, um banks they do what's called a credit refresh sometimes Mm -hmm. so they will do a soft pull on your credit maybe you know 10 months or 11 months or 12 months into the loan or once a year and if they see your personal credit has deteriorated and you haven't told them what's going on and communicated with your banker um they may pull or call that loan so calling that loan meaning means that they'll ask for all the money up front Mm -hmm. to be paid back or they may say um, well, you have this line of credit, your credit score dropped from a 705 to a 595, we're going to close your credit line. So still keeping your personal credit together. Okay. Um, other things that can hurt is overriding off your expenses. So overly uh, writing off expenses. Okay, come um, on now. Can hurt you because <laughs> um, that can take you from cash flow positive on paper Mm-hmm. The cash flow negative on paper. Can I so interject? That is, yes. Okay, cause cause this is my wheelhouse. Now now you crossing on over to the test. <laughs> so this is my wheelhouse. So I want y'all to understand what she is saying. And, and let me tell you, Glenda, I know people do this. They play this game. Okay. And so come tax time, oh smart. I need you. I, I want all of my deduction. Now every single thing that, that that's owed to me, I want it taken off. Okay. We can do that, sis, but you now you operating at a loss. Then you come that back to me six months when you're trying to get approved for some. Samara, <laughs> the tax return you provided, it was a negative. Honey, we went over that. <laughs> we went over that. You were going to be operating at a loss if you took every single deduction that was afforded to you. So understand, Five Finance family, that there is some give and take that has to happen, especially if you are thinking you are wanting to invest in your company, like make a big purchase in the future. 
then maybe you don't write off every single thing that is afforded to you, right? Just because you um, have those deductions to take doesn't mean that you should take all of them if you're trying to make a move in the near future. So just know that right. that can just hurt you. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. You know, so you really have to know where you see your business going. Correct. What's the future of your business? Correct. Most business owners need financing to get them to that next level. Mm -hmm. So as you are starting your business and in, in developing your tax strategy or as you continue to, to be in business and continuing a tax strategy that is not favorable to um, the bank, you may want to change that. Mm -hmm. You definitely want to have a, a discussion with Samara or your, your accountant or bookkeeper or CPA to say, hey, in the next two years, I, I know I'm going to you know, need some money to help my business get to the next level. Let's start now. Let's figure out now what we need to do tax-wise right. to get there and become lendable with the bank as far as cash flow is concerned. Buddy. So, Overly writing off expenses. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm so I glad because <laughs> it happens more than you think. And I know. Listen, I know. Well, do you want to give the, the government money? I know we don't want right. to give the government right. money, but we want to help us. You know, we want right. to make money. Right. So if you want to help yourself, you know, and you want to make money and you want to get to that next level. You, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. Yeah. And it's all about strategy. I mean, because I'm not saying that you can't write off those things, but there are some things that you can carry forward. And so it's just about having a conversation with your accountant so they can educate you on what you can carry forward or what you may be able to carry back. Um, but just not taking that big hit in this year when you know you're about to buy something in the near future because it is yeah. going to uh not be great it's not going to look good in your favor okay glenda right. so i am trying to be mindful of the time i appreciate you sharing all this good tea honey you definitely Absolutely. educated me educated our five finance family we had a lot of questions and engaged we didn't even get to all of them but i will definitely try to get to them in the comments after the live five finance family so because Glenda is our subject matter expert of tonight and she did an amazing job walking us um, through very briefly what business credit looks like and how we can achieve that funding, I know y'all want to connect with her. So Glenda, tell the people how they can connect with you. Absolutely. So you can um, schedule a consultation through my website. Um, it's up on the screen, www.relationshipmsolutions.com. Um, I would be love to hear from you guys and see how I can help. Um, you can also call or text me on my cell phone. That's 470-485-4009. And I also have a podcast that um, I have with a partner of mine that we talk about, you know, challenges and things that small businesses go through. FYI podcast with Daniel and Glenda. Let's talk about it. So an episode comes out every other Tuesday. I think there are eight episodes now, but some of these same things that we talked about today, I talk about in a little bit more detail on the podcast. So um, I would love to hear from you. Um, just shoot me a text, um, give me a call, schedule an appointment through my website, and I can see how I can help you. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so now that I know that you are in the Atlanta area, me, you need to do lunch. We need to grab coffee or something. Um, oh, lay. I'm always down for, for food. So listen, let's do it. Right. Me too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So I, I absolutely appreciate the time. Absolutely love what you're doing, especially seeing somebody in the game that looks like me um, and is trying to help other small business owners that look like us. I think it's an amazing um, you know, feat for you to try to uh, accomplish, especially in the finance arena, y'all, because I've said this many times, in the finance arena, it seems to be male-dominated and it seems to be white males. Let's just call it what it is. And so when you have someone, um, a sister, right? <laughs> a woman of color that is also trying to, um, you know, help people that look like her in this field, you definitely want to support her. So I encourage you to connect with Glenda, especially if you don't have your own personal banker that you um, can connect with and try to get the funding that you need for your business. You definitely want to connect with Glenda. Y'all already see she's educated. She knows what she's talking about, okay? I co-signed on everything she was saying. I was co-signing. <laughs> so she knows thank what she's talking about. Yes. But yes, guys, I, I really... Um... I take this to heart, and that's one of the reasons why I left my 21-year job at mm. One Bank, um, because uh, I saw the disconnect between um, applicants that look like us versus right. applicants that don't look like us. That's right. And um, I didn't have time in the, to care for those clients. Now I have the time. I'm on the side of the client, so I advocate for you. Ooh. I'm not on the side of the bank, so I know what you should tell the banker, what you shouldn't tell the banker, because you can tell the bank one thing and they'll deny you without even an application. So that's why I'm here. I'm here to share good information. Know your sources. There's a lot of information out there. I know I just I talk so bad about TikTok and Instagram because there's a lot of bad information, but right. there are a few out there that give good information. Right. So just know your sources, okay? Um, don't do business with an, 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 an internet educator or internet coach, you know, when they Google the information, right. you know, really, really get to interview and get to know the person that you're considering doing business with. Find out what their credentials are, um, because, again, right. what they're seeing on Google, you can Google that yourself. Hello. Hello. And I tell my clients all the time, Google yourself out of audit. Let me know how that works for you. <laughs> so, <Right>. um <laughs> Thank you, Glenda. I appreciate you for donating your time tonight. I'm going to ask you to wait backstage while I wrap things up and say goodnight to the Five Finance family. So thank you again. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, Five Finance family. Thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's live. It was packed with some great information. I appreciate Glenda for coming on and sharing with us the do's and don'ts around business credit and how you can get the funding that you need. Um, and so if you love this conversation, you're definitely going to want to see next week's conversation. So be sure to tune in. I'm going to have another special guest by the name of TJ Way. Um, TJ is all about that FIRE movement. So it's called Set Your Assets on Fire. And for those of you who don't know what the FIRE movement is, you're going to want to tune in so that she can break down what the FIRE movement is and share with us her personal journey towards the FIRE movement. She is retiring or she is on the path to retire before the age of 40. Can't believe it, right? <laughs> Mind blown. So um, anyway, she's definitely going to be um, someone that you want to tune in for as an inspiration to me. Um, it's hopefully you can share that information um, or the upcoming live with your friends, families, and, and your children, right? So that they can see how they can get set on that path to be a part of this FIRE movement that's going on. 
Um, and as always, please continue to like and subscribe to our YouTube page, right? So like the video, subscribe to our YouTube page so we can continue to keep bringing forth this good content to you week over week. Um, definitely also tune into our podcast. So every week we post our podcast um, and it's just a version of the live. So you can listen to it while you are traveling to work or while you are at work. Um, definitely take notes, right? When you have a pen and pad in front of you, because um, we do like to share information that is not only informative, but it's usable, right? You can use this information and apply it to your situation, right? Um, and then definitely book a consultation with us if you want to go a deeper dive into your financial journey. So we do accounting and tax consultations. Our consultations are 30 minutes and they are 100% free. Um, so just visit the website, www.fivefinance.com so that you can book a free consultation today. So that is it, Five Finance family. Again, I thank you all for sticking with us throughout this live. And I thank you all for your encouragement and for your engaging comments um, throughout the live. I know that we had a lot of people that were shocked by a lot of what Glenda was saying. I myself was shocked, but definitely I approved of that message. Okay. So until next time, Five Finance family, you all have a blessed and wonderful Tuesday evening. We'll see you soon.